Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Christmas morning to you. Merry Christmas morning. It's Saturday, December 25th, and you may have been expecting to hear a um, pre-recorded show in this spot. But I said to myself at one point this week, if Nathan is going to be here, Nathan, our producer, Nathan, the producer, because there's no equal to Nathan. So we have now, uh, you know, like this Charlemagne, the God. Well, you know what? Now we have Nathan, the producer. Is that okay with you, Nathan? Nathan, if we do that for Christmas, can I bestow that title upon you for well, Christmas? Well, how about this time you be Santa and I'll be your little elf? Yo, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Vinny. Merry Christmas, Nathan. How you doing, pal? I am doing great. It's a fine Christmas morning. Not quite as snowy as we thought it would, but, you know, it's supposed to be coming a little bit more in the future. Yeah, we had uh, we had a little bit of snow here in uh, beautiful Edmonds at the Esperance Media Studios. So last night around know, about 10 o'clock or so, I went out there and took a, a quick picture of it, uh, a little video, just so, because I thought it was, uh, you know, a very beautiful thing that Christmas Eve, it starts snowing. Us people that come from back east, we get all teary-eyed when we see that. For what reason, I never really could understand, because nobody uses a sleigh to get around anymore. You know, now it's a, it's a Yugo for many and uh, well, probably not for many, but for some, well, maybe not even for some, for few, <laughs> but anyway, we all use our cars to get around and we all know how that usually turns out uh, in the snow, especially here in Seattle. Holy moly. <laughs> Unless you're one and, of those lucky people with an all wheel drive vehicle. Yes. And uh, for the past two weeks, of course, I have not had an all-wheel drive vehicle, so my plans for Leavenworth uh, were scotch because every time I tried to go over the uh, the summit, it was snowing to beat the band. So what we're going to do this morning, Nathan, and, and I think you'll enjoy this, and I hope our listeners will enjoy this, uh, is we have uh, picked out, believe it or not, we, um, we picked out a number of car Christmas songs. Yes, there are, in fact, several car songs that have been written about Christmas and cars. And as you know, we do our Saturday morning cartoon feature every week. And, you know, we come up with a, a, a song about cars. And now for two years and change, we've been we found one every week, uh, almost every week. It's a new one. I think we've had less than 10 repeats, I think, in all of that time. And, uh, and so we, uh, we thought that we would uh, give you a little bit of, uh, of that, a little bit of uh, some of the uh, insane stuff that I've done in the past over uh, the Christmas holidays and, uh, you know, and talk a little bit about just what the holiday means to us, not just as car people, although it does mean a lot as a car person, because and I, I take it for granted that if you're listening to this show, you have some interest in cars or some interest in me or some interest in Nathan, you know, and one of the three has you listening to this uh, program or you're just here as, or we're just here as the warm up act for the, uh, uh, is it the Norwegian Christmas special? 
Scandinavian hour. Yep. Scandinavian. Okay. The Scandinavian Christmas special, which I have to tell you, um, you know, I used to, with the first year or so that I did this show, maybe a little bit less, uh, I used to listen to, you know, Nathan and his predecessor used to leave the show up while I was doing something and I would listen to it. It was a fantastic show. And if you want something a little different and you're listening, stick around or call your friends and tell them to listen uh, to the Scandinavian uh, Christmas show. I used to engineer or produce the uh, Scandinavian show in San Francisco with this um, really beautiful couple, Ralph and Helgi. And they were, I, I don't know, they were, you know, had to be in their 80s. But they got up every Saturday morning and they came in and they did this show for two hours. Or th- uh, it was uh, two and then a one to three. Um, and the, the, just this beautiful, and, and the music and the people um, that you met and talked to were just so kind. And I'll tell you how kind they were, how wonderful they were. The show was in another language, and yet I still loved listening to it. And the only thing I think I've ever done that for is, uh, is baseball games in Spanish. Because I love the rhythm of the, you know, the the announcers and, but I you know, Pepsi Cola, as George Carlin used to say. Uh, but it's just a great, you know, you know that they're happy and you know that it's it's cool. And these and this couple were just wonderful. And I can imagine that the people that do the Scandinavian show up here are just as wonderful. And they put together a nice show for you. So I hope that you'll uh, continue to listen uh, here on KKNW after. Uh, we go away and uh, the Scandinavian show takes over the airwaves for their big Christmas special uh, this morning. Uh, you'll be happy you didn't. It's something different than the traditional, you know, uh, you know, jingle bells and all of that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but sometimes it's good to listen to something a little different, a little unique, or at least I always. Uh, like Ludafisk. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. You know, I, I used to be one of the participants in the Lunafisk eating contest in Ballard. Oh boy. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You want to wake your, uh, your sensory, uh, whatever it is up, uh, eat a little Lunafisk. That'll, uh, that'll straighten you out right away, man. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, I figured we would start it off this morning with a tune, uh, a short, sweet one. Uh, we all know that Santa Claus has to get around quickly on Christmas Eve. I mean, he's got, you know, a gazillion stops to make. And, uh, you know, what about 24 hours to make it? And he's got to hit every chimney. And he's got to get to every young child with those big eyes looking up in the sky for Santa. And someday, some way, I always thought the only way that you could really do something like that is if you had a performance car or a performance sleigh in his case. Um, so Randall Connell wrote a song that describes Santa's hot rod. There you go. Santa Claus has a hot rod here on Drive Time Radio, a Christmas morning edition. Thank you for uh, waking up with us this morning um, and uh, throwing us on so you can listen to some good Christmas car music uh, with us as uh, Nathan and I this morning recall Christmas has passed and great memories. Um, now Nathan, you're a car guy. Did, did you, do you remember uh, a particular car related gift that you got for Christmas, whether it be uh, 
you know, for your present car or maybe even when you were a kid. Uh, last year, I actually took from your Christmas shopping list and asked Santa for a dash cam for my car, and I still use it to this day. So that's wow. one of those gifts I got. I've also gotten uh, a little bit of car detailing kits like Armor All, Leather Care, and other things to put in my car as well. Well, I'm glad you took the suggestion. I like that. That's uh, It makes me feel good to actually somebody <laughs> listened. And, and of course, also, you know, you usually get the stocking stuffer of like a gas gift card or something like that. Right, right, right. See, my, my daughter doesn't drive, so I don't I can't I don't get her anything car related except that, um, you know, we're, we're going to. We're going to get her out on the uh, road again and get her get her driver's license so she can get out there and uh, and drive. And that'll be a, a wonderful thing, because, you know what, I like to sit back sometimes and just enjoy the the view on the on the road. Well, in that case, maybe if they don't drive, you can get something for like the passenger seat area, like, you know, those cushions you can put over the seat that massage you or heat up. I, oh, you know what? I, I, I've been wanting one of those. You know, it's, it's it's funny. I've never pulled the trigger on buying one for myself, but every year I've dropped the hints to anybody who might possibly buy me a present <laughs> that you know that I would love one of these things because you know when I sit in that you know, getting the Mercedes or the Genesis or those cars with the massaging seats and the heated seats, I got to tell you, it is uh, just a pleasure. To, to take a trip. I mean, you, you start taking trips that you don't even have to take because you get in the car and you're sitting back and you got the massaging seats. Now, I don't know if the, you know, those homatic massages or those, you know, the other types of massages are as good as those. But listen, uh, any rub is a good rub, right? It'll keep you going on the road. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very, very simple. Um, yeah. I, I remember uh, when I was very young, I got one of those, um, uh, you know, pedal cars, you know, the little fire. Oh, yeah. I had one of those. Which now go for, you know, I think it's probably about, uh, you know, 20 bucks back then. Now you look at them on eBay, and if you can find one there, you know, a phenomenal amount of money, hundreds of dollars. Uh, But I know that my nephews a couple of years ago, they're young, uh, you know, not eight, eight and six, I think something like that. And, uh, they got, uh, for Christmas, Santa left them, uh, these electric cars. And it's just like driving a regular car, except it's a a little mini car. You take it out of the sidewalk, you know, it goes probably three miles an hour. And I, I I felt cheated watching that. I was saying, man, I would have loved to have one of these when I was a kid. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a big bar. It's bigger than a Barbie car. But it's, it's, you know, it's probably, uh, I don't know, one-seventh the size of a regular car. But it's really cool. And, and both of these kids at a young age, I mean, my nephew Joey, he knows how to drive, man. I mean, he knows the whole, I mean, he knows the stop signs. He knows everything, the lights, the, the whole deal. I mean, he's going to be ready to drive by the time he's 10. And knowing my nephew Joey, he probably will uh, jump in daddy's car at one point um one of the uh you know one of the great things that happens at christmas time is people write songs there's always a new christmas song that comes out and you know people uh you know latch on to that song for a little while and then they remake it in their own kind of uh style now one of those songs we played for you last week 
uh, Chris Rea, uh, an artist uh, uh, from England, who his biggest hit in America was uh, uh, probably Fool If You Think It's Over from the 70s, one of those uh, soft rock standards. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to, you know, you may want to break up with me, but I'm not going to break up with you song. But, uh, and he wrote this uh, great song back in, what was it, 1986 or something like that called Driving Home for Christmas. And uh, let's play you that song again, because I think it's a great little song. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll tell you a little story about uh, an, update, uh, an updated version of that song. So here's Chris Rhea and Driving Home for Christmas. And driving home for Christmas. A big hit Christmas time hit for Chris back in 1986. So, over the years, this uh, great soft rock kind of song has been uh, used by several different um, uh, entities that have to do with cars. I know uh, a few years ago, maybe even more than a few years ago, a mini used it as a commercial for their, um, uh, for the mini and, you know, well-received. Well, just because I love local angles, but you may or may not know that Packard, uh, you know, Peterbilt, the truck company uh, that's local here, started here uh, many, 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 many years ago and still is, uh, has plants all over the place. Now they have plants all over the world. It owns a, in, uh, well, it's actually a Dutch company called DAF or DAF. It makes heavy duty trucks, light duty trucks in uh, Europe. And one of the things that the uh, uh, folks at DAF did this year is they took the Chris Rea song and they had employees go out and uh, re record the song as the DAF Christmas choir. And these are DAF uh, trucks. UK employees uh, trucking home for Christmas, and I thought we would uh, we would play that for you and give you a little sound of uh, what the Daft Christmas Choir sounds like with their version of Chris Rea's "Driving Home for Christmas." All right, there we go. The Daft Christmas Choir trucking home for Christmas. Their version. I figured I would play it because, of course. Uh, you know, PACR is their parent company, local company here. You always like to give uh, local people a plug. And although they're not, you know, local in the sense of they all work in Seattle or something like that, uh, but uh, it is a company that's owned by a Seattle company, and we, uh, and we like to acknowledge that. It's uh, Drive Time Radio. It's Christmas morning. A Merry Christmas to all of you. Maybe waking up uh, right now and for whatever reason uh you have turned on our little show here or maybe you'll be listening to it uh in the future uh, on a podcast or so on and so forth and uh we uh, appreciate you spending an hour of your christmas morning with you and your family may uh, all of you have a very merry christmas and uh you know there's there's one gift that you can give uh, to everybody and it doesn't cost you anything and that's uh, kindness and understanding and we need that more this year than ever it's a great gift to give and one that you don't mind if the person that you give it to returns to you or returns not to you but to the store but there's no store and it's cheap you don't have to wrap it so try it 
little kindness, little understanding on this Christmas. Sticking with the local angle here, of course, Peter built, uh, uh, Peter built trucks are built here. Ron Harbin has a, a song because everybody has to have a song. Even I'm going to have a song here in a couple of minutes. So let's listen to Peter Built Slay by Ron Harbin here on Drive Time Radio. KKNW. That is the Peter Built Slay by Ron Harbin. And that goes out to all the truckers out there who, uh, despite all of the uh, fears that were instilled in us um, by the media and the doomsday, uh, doomsday people, um, the store shelves looked fairly full uh, this Christmas. You know, they, they, you know, remember back in October and November, they were talking about, oh, my God, you're not going to be able to get anything. Uh, you know, there's going to be nothing under the Christmas tree. America is, you know, and, and listen, I was in Bed Bath and Beyond yesterday. and People were carrying stuff out shopping carts. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, the reality is, uh, yeah, there are certain things that you couldn't get. You had to buy early. But, hey, you know what? That's been going on since the Sears catalog used to come to the front door. So, you know, let's uh, let's calm down here. Plenty of uh, plenty of stuff to go around. Junior does, you know, if Junior doesn't get the A thing he wants, he has the B thing. You know, so I mean, we get uh, a little crazy about that kind of stuff sometimes. Uh, you know, like the I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get into politics or anything here because uh, it is Christmas morning, and I have a strict rule: I don't talk politics on Christmas Eve. Or Christmas morning. I'm New York Vinny. This is Drive Time Radio. It's a special Christmas morning edition. Nathan, the producer, uh, is with us as well. Uh, he always is, or else you wouldn't be hearing the show, um, or at least in the uh, fine style and fashion uh, that you are, well, used to uh, listening to it in. The Beach Boys are, you know, America's ultimate group, right? I mean, it's our answer to the Beatles. It's uh, movies have been done about them. Uh, the in- intense um, uh, uh, period of their existence has gone from 1961 or 62 on to today. You can find a Beach Boys concert. If you go to your concert calendar right now, the band has gone through many changes, many things have happened, um, uh, and stories are well-documented. Uh, but still, the Beach Boys uh, motor on, as uh, as is said. And uh, in, back in, I think it was nineteen sixty three, when everybody put out a Christmas album. I mean, I don't care who you were, if you were a recording artist, a rock and roll artist, you put out a Christmas album. That was the record company what they wanted, uh, so that your fans could go and find, have set that thing in there in their record collection that they would never listen to, except for maybe one day a year and maybe one or two songs on that, because they generally were pretty bad. But the Beach Boys, uh, you know, with Brian Wilson running things, never wanted to do anything bad or half-baked. Uh, half uh, everything had to be to perfection. So uh, Brian Wilson and company wrote a great song that has become a uh, the most easily the most popular car song, a car Christmas song, but even more than that, an American standard. Here are the Beach Boys on the Drive Time uh, Christmas Morning Special. This time each year. I've sent that one out to my good friend J.D. Smith, who is uh, 
enjoying Christmas uh, with his family in Utah. I hope you are enjoying Christmas with your family as well, the Beach Boys and Little St. Nick, truly a, a, a song that has become over the years a, a Christmas classic. Uh, Nathan, what are you doing for Christmas? Family, or are you just going to go to a bar and drink yourself into a stupor? What are you going to do? Oh, we did a little bit of celebrating yesterday, having kind of like our traditional Christmas Eve dinner. But today we're going to have some people over to our house and just have some good fellowship and merry times. I'm going to smoke a turkey. It's already on the smoker right now. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And be then open Christmas. Turkey, when, man. It's get home. Hmm? What's that? I said, be careful smoking a turkey. It's illegal in some states. <laughs> well, hopefully not Washington. <laughs> No, I think it's. I think anything goes in Washington. All right. Anything here, it's uh, you know smoke them if you got them, right? Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm excited too. Uh, my my ex wife and daughter. Uh, we went to see the Nutcracker the other night, and she, you know, she's up here. My uh, my ex wife is up here, and. You know, it's it's fun to celebrate uh, as a family. You know, it's the time of year where really you got to put your, you know, the past stuff in the past and you enjoy the holiday. And if you get a chance to celebrate it with uh, with your family, uh, it's um, it's a spectacular thing. And our family's kind of spread all over the place. But it's nice that we get uh, that um, my ex-wife and my daughter and I get a chance to celebrate together. I hope everybody out there gets a chance to uh, celebrate Christmas with uh, someone that uh, they love and they care about and that cares about them. And uh, because it's, it's, uh, it's nice to be, uh, it's nice to be cared about at this time of year. We were talking a little bit last week uh, on the show about uh, some of the Christmas traditions uh, that, that we used to have in our, in our lives and still do have to a certain degree. One of the uh, great Christmas traditions you know, we're talking about Christmas at the gas station where everybody would, you know, gather in my father's gas station and they'd have, uh, you know, sandwiches and it'd be a big Christmas Eve deal. And it was something that stuck with me into my radio career as I started out uh, doing uh, something similar every year uh, for uh, my, my show in uh, San Francisco on KUSF, which is a station that uh, no longer exists, uh, but in its heyday, it was the number one alternative music station in town, in San Francisco. It just blew everybody out of the water. And I was lucky enough to have a couple of shows there, an alternative music show. But then I also did it uh, with my friend J.D. that I just mentioned, a, um, a Christmas show. We called it the Christmas party for people that didn't have a Christmas party to go to. And we would gather up friends that we knew that were musicians, hangers on listeners anybody who wanted to come could come we didn't charge admission we left the door open in the studio and it was a it was a beautiful thing it really was well i have uncovered um at least a partial recording of that show and so uh what i will uh i will give you now is a short uh, four minute sampler of what the christmas party for people who didn't have a Christmas party used to sound like. So you have, let me just run this, uh, this Motley crew down here. Um, you have Keith Slater on piano, uh, Susan Jetty on drums, uh, JD Smith 
on guitar. Uh, vocals, you have various and sundry. I think Carol Starling is in there. I know that, um, uh, that uh, uh, I'm trying to think of one other, of one other person I'm trying to think. Oh, Ellen Hammock is in there. Good friend of mine. Uh, Bob Grundy, Dave Kittigauer. Um, people that I haven't heard from in years, Dave has passed on, but we all used to get together, bring food. My sister, Marianne is in there, my brother-in-law, Matt. So uh, it is a motley crew at times, but we're having fun. And that's what counts in this kind of thing. So here is from the archives uh, from, this is 1990 or 91, I believe. And it's the uh, 90.3 FM KUSF Christmas party for people who don't have a Christmas party to go to. KUSF, the Christmas party for people who don't have a Christmas party to go to. You know, if you're in the neighborhood and you want to stop by, we're in Phelan Hall on the university campus of the University of San Francisco. Feel welcome to drop on by and uh, say hello and sing a few Christmas carols with us. So if you don't feel like coming by, why, by all means, dial us up at 751-KUSF and request your favorite Christmas carol. And I'll bet you will be able to screw it up in a way that you have never, ever heard before. Because, after all, we are Los Tres. Yeah! 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 Yeah!
you could see there where it kind of went sideways at one point. I think that was probably the uh, uh, the uh, Christmas punch they had everybody. But anyway, a great group of people uh, that uh, I enjoyed hanging out with and working with, and I'm still friends with Lovies many years later, Tamara Scalera. Tamara was this wonderful woman. She's the tomato queen of uh, of, of Snohomish, uh, Snohomish, listen to me, Sonoma County. And um, she put together the, uh, the, the lyric book and everything that actually some of us looked at. And I still have it to this day uh, in my drawer. We pull it out for uh, the Get Loud party, which unfortunately I couldn't attend this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's our Bible of songs. And we have them, we pass them around. And also uh, Janie Parker on vocals there, Janie Parker Slater, uh, one of my good friends uh, that lives out in Spokane now. She's from Spokane. Well, this was all recorded, as I said, down in San Francisco uh, when we all hung out together. But she's on the vocals there as well. And 8.3 FM KUSF uh, is the name of the station, this station is a KKNW 1150 uh, here in Seattle. And hopefully some radio person someday will pick up uh, that tradition because I thought it was a great, uh, great thing to do. All right, speaking about um, great Christmas traditions, so one of the big things that used to happen at our house and, and something that we waited for every year was... Uh, when the David Letterman show was on the air, uh, David for gee, close to 30 years uh, would do his last show before the Christmas break with Darlene Love, uh, of course, from the Crystals and the Phil Spector Wall of Sound. And uh, she's, you know, she's been around doing many things. She's kind of the, the uh, last bastion of that uh, Wall of Sound that's out recording and doing things. And she would sing uh, the 1963 hit Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home, which is just uh, one of the great, again, one of the great uh, rock and roll, if not the greatest rock and roll Christmas song of all time. So over the years, uh, I collected them and, uh, you know, taped as many as I could. And finally, the last two years that they did it, I got to go see it live. I went uh, the second to last year. And then the final year, I was able to go and take my daughter to see it. And, uh, you know, it was meaningful to me because we used to listen to that every year. Either if we were together or we'd be on the phone or one way or another, we listened to uh, Darlene Love and the Christmas, uh, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. So I thought I would give you this a great piece that was put together and put on YouTube of a mashup of most of the Darlene Love appearances. So if it sounds disjointed in some places because it's all edited together, but it's all of her appearances, all put on, uh, you know, three minutes and 25 seconds of the song. And it is awesome. I'll put a link on uh, Drive Time, uh, you know, on our Facebook page so you can go to it. But here is... From 86 to the last one, Christmas, baby, please come home. Sir, hey, how are you? There you go. David Letterman and the Christmas mashup. Darlene Love singing Christmas, baby, please come home. Just a, uh, a tradition 
and something that I think is uh, sorely missed. Uh, you know, the whole country started falling apart when Letterman went off the air. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that he's gone. The whole place is just uh, gone belly up. All right. Um, we can't do a show here on uh, Drive Time without doing a review and asking, uh, you know, that we do every week to Drive Time a road test. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure that we have the uh, thing queued up to uh, do Drive Time road test. And uh, this week, a special one that uh, has been, I've been doing for years. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, welcome to a very special Christmas edition of Drive Time. As I take a look at a vehicle that we've all seen at some point in our lives, but none of us have ever driven, Santa's sleigh. Now, of course, Santa wouldn't let me drive the sleigh, but he did take me for a test run. It's a very, very cool machine. First off, no top, no doors. So you would think that it's pretty cold inside and the presents would be falling out all over the place. But the hot chocolate-powered heater system guarantees that St. Nick will be able to stay warm as he stops off at chimneys all over the world. And a specially constructed storage area is bigger than any SUV or truck as it can hold all of the presents for all of the children in the world and not one ever falls out, no matter what kind of weather Santa hits on Christmas Eve. Now, the bright candy apple red sleigh is powered by a nine reindeer herd that is able to get it up in the air at blinding speed fast enough for Santa to hit all seven continents in 24 hours. And it has a braking system that will stop the sleigh at every chimney where cookies and milk are waiting for them. The ride is firm and steady, and instead of a GPS, get this, one of those reindeer has a red nose that guides the sleigh. Now, the nose didn't seem to have Bluetooth. There's only one seat in the sleigh, a front bench seat with no padding. Seems Santa takes care of that himself. Santa didn't seem to remember what he paid for the sleigh, so I can't give you a sticker price, but you couldn't go out and buy one anyway. As we all know, Santa's sleigh is a -a one-of-a-kind custom job. EPA figures on the sleigh put mileage at about 25,000 miles per gallon of lichen. Now, Santa's sleigh wasn't the most comfortable ride out there, nor the warmest, nor the shiniest, as it is pretty old. But as far as reliable, he hasn't missed a Christmas yet. That's a special edition of Drive Time. Catch me on the web at drivetime-radio.com. Have a merry, merry Christmas. There you go. It's our uh, Drive Time road test of the week. We get a chance to uh, have fun with Santa's sleigh. Well, we're, uh, we are starting to get to the, uh, uh, to the uh, Scandinavian uh, music special, Christmas special. And that's coming up uh, right at 9 o'clock. Nathan, um, it is, uh, you know, I know we'll do this again next week on uh, New Year's Day, right? Oy vey. That one will probably be recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how much uh, we drop the ball. I'm not, pretty, I'm not I'm not pretty any morning, but boy, New Year's morning, certainly I'm not the, the best looking guy in the world. But Nathan, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. You're a, a great part of this show, and I really appreciate uh, all that you do to uh, keep uh, the show running and our uh, people entertained. And very Merry Christmas to you, Vinny. You're really the most important part of the show. You can't have a show without you. Oh, sure you could. You could play all these songs just, you know next to each other and be uh, and, and, and nobody would miss me but thank you i appreciate that um i hope all of you out there that listen to the show and even you that don't listen to the show have a very merry christmas uh, uh 
it's, uh, you know, it's just a time of year where you, you reflect and you think back. And I'm so grateful for uh, the audience that we have, the people that uh, stopped me and asked me about cars uh, and sports, but cars, uh, you know, especially. I love uh, telling you about them. I love telling you about all of the excitement that's in the world of cars right now. So what we'll do here is to uh, let you uh, get back to your Christmas stuff and get you ready. Uh, a few years ago, my daughter and I, because Christmas Baby Please Come Home was such a tradition for us, we, um, we recorded it ourselves, a little ukulele, a little Aaron, and a little Vinny. So we'll leave you with this on 1150 KKNW. Merry Christmas. Baby, please come home. Baby, please come home. 